Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Instant Reaction Podcast here. Uh, Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. Uh, We are recording this fresh off transcribing Mario Cristobal's press conference, uh, National Signing Day. At the time of recording this podcast, Miami's sitting with the number 15 overall class in the country. Really a remarkable climb. Uh, If we think back to where Miami was... You know, beginning in November, I think, you know, I I remember um, when Valencia Carswell, Flip Carswell decommitted from Miami the morning of the early signing day. Miami's ranking dropped as low as 78th in the country. Uh, Miami entered the day on National Signing Day today, number 38 in the country. They rose to number 14. Someone passed him up. I don't know who it was um, since the Mario Cristobal press conference. But now Miami is number 15. Seems pretty uh, nestled in there. They passed up Florida, Florida State. Um, So, you know, tensions were high, right, Gabby? 24 hours beforehand. um, There was definitely a surprise commit today. We'll get into that. But... Let's just start this, Gabby, big picture-wise. Um, this is my biggest takeaway, right? This is why Mario Cristobal was hired at Miami. Um, he's a talent acquisition maniac, and uh, he validated that, I think, in his first eight weeks on the job. Yeah, um, just kind of watching just what he was able to do. I mean... It really is just sort of incredible when you just sit back and think about it. I mean, just how short-staffed, you know, the program is. Miami was throughout really this entire recruiting process. I mean, I just think at one point you have to remember that Todd Stroud was on the road for Miami recruiting. And that's not a knock on Todd Stroud or anything like that. But, I mean, that's just really what the staff was sort of looking like and really currently is looking like for the most part. And, you know, just Mario Cristobal sort of taking this recruiting thing into his own hands, kind of, you know, taking ownership of it. And, you know, really just attacking every day. That was his message today, you know, just during his pre- his press conference, just how he loves the recruiting process. And I think the way that he approaches it with that sort of passion, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not super surprising when you look back, you know, well, it was probably like six, eight weeks to this, uh, at this point from when he got here. Um, you know, just what they've really been able to do, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible and how they were able to close over, you know, just the last couple of weeks and even on Wednesday, you know, landing a, uh, landing who they landed uh I, I think it's a big deal it's definitely a testament to you know what he's been able to do and really what he's done since becoming a head coach you know even or, over at Oregon transition classes are not easy to recruit um for any head coach right and if you go back and look at the transition classes um since the Al Golden era right this is far and away the best transition class that a, a Miami head coach has signed. Um, Al Golden's transition class, 
ranked 33rd in the country. Mark Rick's transition class ranked 22nd. Manny Diaz's transition class ranked 27th. Um, So again, Mario Cristobal looks like he's going to sign a top 15 class. The average ranking for the recruits in this class comes out to a 91.54, which is a pretty, you know, it's an average solid four-star level player for the class as a whole. Um, I think it's remarkable too, Gabby, that Miami ranks number 15 and they only have 14 commits, 14 signees at this point. That's a very small class. Uh, The quality clearly there with the four-star average ranking. Let's get into the surprise of the day, right? Um, Running back Trevante Citizen. Um, It's interesting, right, from our perspective, because I think it's fair to say coming off the visit, there was definitely a lot of positive buzz from Miami's side of things. Um, I don't know if it was purposeful or if it was legitimate, but that excitement seemed to dampen um, on the Monday and Tuesday um, following this weekend. And then, I don't know, maybe an hour before, Trevante made his decision. We got some serious Miami smoke, like that this thing was really going to happen. Um what was your level of surprise? Because none of us saw it coming. I think all the crystal balls, right, were for Florida. Um, so number one, how surprised were you that this happened? Number two, how big is this for this class? And, you know, what type of player do you think Miami's getting? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I was I was pretty surprised. Um, again, the, the confidence coming out of that Sunday official visit was legitimate. Um, I, I don't think I even... I mean, I was definitely caught off guard, but I didn't even know what to make of it because there was like real, real, like legitimate confidence that they were going to land. Not like that they felt good. They came out of Sunday basically feeling that they were going to land Trevante Citizen. Um, you know, that ended up sort of, again, like like we were just saying, David, uh, sort of started to die down a little bit, even t- like, you know, Tuesday around like 9 p.m., you know, just talking to those guys and sort of seeing how they're feeling about it. It really felt like it was Florida and LSU. And I'm not exactly sure what happened on Wednesday. But yeah, you know, about an hour before we really started to catch some of that buzz. And I mean, so definitely surprised, uh, not like, I mean, I guess I had an idea that they felt good about it, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely surprised. Um, I think it's a massive addition for Miami. I mean, you consider the fact that he's a, an all American bull selection, you know, he definitely fits the bill in terms of size. You know, I think Mario Cristobal listed him at six feet, 215, 220 pounds. I mean, this is a, this is a big time back that a lot of SEC schools like LSU, Auburn, Florida were chasing after, uh, you know, Miami straight up, you know, it seems like Mario Cristobal really flexed his recruiting muscle in that one. Uh, you know, again, you talk about being physical. Mario Cristobal definitely wants to be physical. He wants to control the line of scrimmage. He wants to get offensive linemen that are going to, you know, be road graders. And I think Trevante Citizen is an exciting sort of piece to throw behind guys like that. You know, maybe not in year one with, you know, the, the running back stable sort of ahead of him. But you have to be excited about what, you know, the future is with a guy like like that in the room. Again, an All-American, a dude that, uh, you know, in uh <laughs> In a, diff- under, in a different circumstance, could have easily been playing in the SEC for the next few years. So definitely a big-time recruiting win for Miami, and I think he brings a lot of juice to Miami's running back room. Yeah, he's definitely the reason for the big rise today, right? Um, a guy that could have taken Miami's class to another level, maybe even pushed, I don't know about top 10, but maybe like 12th or so. 
uh, top 12 type of class, Shamar Stewart, right? Um, definitely, I think Mario Cristobal did all he could do to try and land Shamar in the short window. You know, it's not a coincidence that the Kevin Steele defensive coordinator hire leaked the night before signing day. Uh, Shamar had made it clear that he wanted to know who the defensive coordinator was. Um, and Kevin Steele, quite frankly, runs a scheme that Shamar Stewart wants to play in. Um, but I think Miami just kind of ran out of time, honestly. If Mario and Kevin Steele maybe had another week to recruit Shamar, maybe they pull it off. I, I still don't know about that. But I do think, you know, there was conversations between Mario and Shamar and Shamar's camp up to the wire. I think they gave Shamar a lot to think about up to the wire. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Texas A&M, kind of the, the school that's been leading uh, for a while now, uh, won out his signature. You were there, Gabby. What was what was your reaction? Did you listen to anything that Shamar said to the media afterwards? What, how did you kind of take it all in, that scene? Yeah, um, you know, he, he walked in with a, an almost maroon type of jacket. So I was just like, okay, I felt like the writing was on the wall there if you're doing some, if you're doing wardrobe checks. But uh, yeah, the, t- the pick ended up being Texas A&M. And, you know, just talking to, you know, his his coach, you know, it just sounded like that was ultimately the decision that, that he wanted to make. That, you know, it seemed like Miami did as, like you said, David, like Miami really did everything that they could. Um, didn't get to hear a lot of what he was saying. You know, you know how the media circle, the media circus sort of gets with the recruits and all that stuff. But um, I think ultimately Texas A&M just, just sort of did what they did in this recruitment. Again, they, they led the entire way and, you know, what or maybe lack thereof the defensive coordinator you can pet you can put it on that um you know it just feels like Texas A&M was ultimately where he wanted to end up and and that's why he's headed to college station yeah and I would agree if maybe there was a little bit more time I know that uh Shamar and you know those guys did have conversations I know that even last night I believe people in his camp had conversations with Kevin Steele so um again maybe if there was another week or so maybe they pull it off but you know I'm under the I kind of have the feeling at this point that the pick probably would have been Texas A&M regardless so from there Miami landed uh some line of scrimmage players right three star guys Ahmad Moten Matthew McCoy um and Inez Cooper uh guys that you know I think have some upside but are definitely kind of more developmental type players get them in your program uh see what you got in two or three years nothing wrong with those types of guys um but but let's stick here on the Kevin Steele thing because you know we haven't discussed it on the podcast what uh now that you've kind of learned more about him Gabby what's your take on the hire yeah, you know, I mean, definitely a veteran defensive coordinator type, you know. I mean, just consider the stops he's made in the past between Auburn, um, LSU, Clemson, Alabama. He's been in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers, uh, former head coach at Baylor. Uh, you know, I think this is a guy that just brings a lot of just, you know, just just big time experience, sort of a no nonsense mentality into that into that defense. And, you know, I think that's something that Miami really probably needs. You know, a guy that understands how this sort of operates at big time programs. I think that runs a scheme that, 
you know, is pretty familiar. You know, I guess in Miami, I don't think there's going to be a lot of systematic changes in terms of just like the, the base, the, you know, maybe like a more of a four two five look, which was what Miami was basically running anyways. Um, so, you know, I think that he's a, a good fit. It seems like he's a, a more of a, potentially like a disciplinarian type, a guy that's willing to recruit that understands that, you know, the process of talent evaluation is or, or acquisition is essential to the college game. Um, again, a guy, a guy that's worked under Nick Saban and, uh, you know, a lot of big time uh, coaches just throughout the course of his career. And, you know, I, I think that that's a big I think that's a big hire on the defensive side of the ball. Um, again, I, I'm a fan of it, man. I'm excited to see how this sort of works. Um, again, I think he's just a big time coordinator hire that, you know, really just sort of gets major college football and has been a part of really big games, uh, has been a part of national title winning teams. Um, coached under the legendary Tom Osborne at Nebraska. So um, definitely a guy that knows what it looks like to uh, run a program and, uh, and a winning one. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about it, man. And I'm excited to see what this defense sort of looks like. Yeah, for me, I mean, for lack of a better term, it just feels like, you know, there's an adult in the room, right? He's a guy that's done it. Like you said, no nonsense. So in that in that sense, I think he's a good fit with Mario. Um, you're going to have two intense leaders on the coaching staff um, that aren't going to put up with these, you know, we've seen slow starts in these games that Miami loses here in recent years, uh, kind of lackadaisical starts um, to games. And yeah, I, I think it's a good hire. Um, again, you know, I talked about it with Christopher Stock, our car- our colleague on the uh, YouTube channel. But there's a reason why Kevin Steele was the highest paid assistant coach in the country in 2020. Um, he is well thought of. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good hire. Um, what? Let's transition to Mario Cristobal's press conference. Give me one thing that kind of stood out to you, Gabby, from the press conference um, where Mario talked about recruiting. Yeah, I mean, I just, something that just, you know, I mean, I kind of like, again, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but just like on the question that I asked him about, you know, his just approach to recruiting, like where he sort of got this from, uh, because it's it's pretty rare that you see a head coach that recruits the way that he does. Imagine without a staff, without, you know, some probably would have scrambled to get coordinators in place so they could have those guys recruit. And Mario Cristobal just sort of took, again, just took ownership of this whole recruiting process and uh, did it himself. And, you know, just kind of hearing the way that he approaches it himself, just really the passion. I mean, that's really what what it ultimately boils down to. You know, he he loves the recruiting process. He loves getting to know families. He loves building those relationships. He loves getting on the road and, and meeting these people. And, you know, it's he understands that recruiting is important. And it's not only something that he does because he knows he needs to do it. He does it because he wants to do it. And, uh, you know, he enjoys the process and he he has adopted it. It's sort of like his his thing is that he is known as a head coach that is a recruiter. And so I think just from again, from we've talked about it a million times, we pounded the table about it, how college football. I mean, the bottom line is talent acquisitions. Are your football players better than their football players? And I think with Mario Cristobal and his mentality about recruiting and how he just sort of approaches this, um, you know, I think Miami's in really good hands. And, you know, I, I, I they're going to give themselves a chance with basically any recruit that they want, I think that they're always going to be a factor because um, Mario Cristobal doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to take no for an answer or, or that's just going to go away. Uh, you know, I think he's a 
pedal to the metal type of guy. And if there's a, a recruit out there that he wants, I think he's going to do, you know, everything he sort of can to get him. I think we've already seen that. Uh, I think there's evidence with that with, uh, you know, Nigel Kelly with Cyrus Moss with Jalil Skinner. And, uh, you know, I think the I still think the best is yet to probably come with uh, what Mario Crispo is going to do on the trail here for Miami. Yep. And uh, still one guy left that he's going to fixate on here in the 2022 cycle. That's five star Josh Connerly, um, who's going to decide in March if Miami's somehow able to land him. uh, They jump to about number 12 overall in the country in the team recruiting rankings. Um, And I think we'll, we'll leave it there on this podcast. We're sorry if it's a little scatterbrain. It's a long day for Gabby and I. Uh, but we wanted to get this podcast out. Uh, do want to say this will probably be our last podcast of the week. Uh, Gabby's going on a much deserved and earned vacation. Uh, so hopefully he enjoys that time and doesn't try to work. Don't try and work, Gabby. <laughs> uh, and stay locked onto the website uh, because Mario Cristobal did say this is his timeline. He did say by next week by the well let's just say by the end of next week he will have most of his coaching staff announced so plenty of news still coming on the miami hurricanes football program appreciate everyone listening until next time take care okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.